powerfully to the study of Druidism. In doing so, this book becomes more than just another attempt to present the basic ideas of Druidry, and it takes its place alongside those works that have actively contributed to the articulation and development of the tradition. Druidism has never been a closed system that appeared in the world at a given time and is now preserved in dusty libraries. Like a great river fed by many streams, it began to take shape amongst the inhabitants of the western shores of Europe thousands of years ago, and is best known as a form of Celtic spirituality noted by classical authors such as Julius Caesar. But over the centuries, it has been informed and shaped by many other sources so that today, over 350 years after the Druid revival began in England in the mid-17th century, it represents a vibrant and growing source of inspiration for those disenchanted with the mainstream religions who are seeking instead a spiritual way rooted in a love of nature and the old ways. You are in good hands if you choose to follow the advice given in this book. Penny has graduated from the training program of the Order of Bards, Ovates and Druids. She has been the editor of our magazine, Touchstone, for over a decade. She has taught workshops and has helped to organize Druid groups, camps and rituals. She knows the way, and she knows it well enough to understand that like the Holy Grail or the Cauldron of Plenty, which offer untold bounties, Druidry offers a multitude of ways to explore the landscape of the soul. In offering a course within these pages, structured around the idea of the three rays, she has succeeded in creating a work that will benefit not only the student who is approaching Druidry for the first time, but also old hands who have already taken other courses or have steeped themselves in Druid law for decades. Philip Carr Gom, Louis Lunyasa, 2010 Introduction A forest grove. In the dim light a shadowy figure can be discerned, whose robe seems to meld with the trunk of a tree, Colors are soft and dull, and through the canopy of leaves the shimmering sun strikes three low rays of gold into the center of the clearing. Slowly the figure glides forward, hands raised in greeting and benediction, stepping into the golden pool of light. If you were planning a film about druids, that passage and the image it provides might figure somewhere in your scenario. Druids are a shadowy and romantic presence in historical chronicles, existing as they did at the cusp of prehistory and recorded history. Yet when we examine the documented evidence, we find it contradictory. Druids are dimly discerned, lost in the mists of glamour. So what do we actually know about them? Here are some conclusions from the classical commentators. Druids were cultured, they were barbarians, they were aristocrats, they were degraded butchers, they moved in society, they practiced far from men. They influenced the greatest classical thinkers, 
They were the glue of the guerrilla movement against the Romans. All of these opinions come from ancient sources. Yet our overriding image is of the mystical druid. In our collective imaginations, we conjure up noble, white-robed figures, wise in the ways of natural law and magic. And beneath all, connected to the natural world, to a universal energy and an unseen pattern that keeps them in harmony with their surroundings. So which is the reality, barbaric primitives or wise philosophers? Druids might have been either, they might have been neither, but the appeal of the druid is that he or she is so much more. By looking at the source material, adding to it by way of British myth and modern practice, we will produce a picture of the archetypal druid, a resonant and charismatic figure.